Welcome back to Your Daily Bible Podcast. We're continuing in the book of Daniel, and today we're going to look at the second of Daniel's visions, which is Daniel chapter 8. So buckle your seatbelt. Here we go. During the third year of King Belshazzar's reign, I, Daniel, saw another vision following the one that had already appeared to me. In this vision, I was at the fortress of Susa in the province of Elam, standing beside the Ulai River. As I looked up, I saw a ram with two long horns standing beside the river. One of the horns was longer than the other, even though it had grown later than the other one. The ram butted everything out of its way to the west and to the north and to the south, and no one could stand against him or help his victims. He did as he pleased and became very great. While I was watching, suddenly a male goat appeared from the west, crossing the land so swiftly he didn't even touch the ground. This goat, which had one very large horn between his eyes, headed toward the other two-horned ram that I had seen standing beside the river, rushing at him in rage. The goat charged furious at the ram and struck him, breaking off both of his horns. Now the ram was helpless, and the goat knocked him down and trampled him. No one could rescue the ram from the goat's power. The goat became very powerful, but at the height of his power, his large horn was broken off. In the large horn's place grew four prominent horns pointing in the four directions of the earth. Then, from one of the prominent horns came a small horn whose power grew very great. It extended toward the south and the east towards the glorious land of Israel. Its powers reached to the heavens where it attacked the heavenly army, throwing some of heaven's beings and some of the stars to the ground and trampling them. It even challenged the commander of heaven's army by canceling the daily sacrifices offered to him and by destroying his temple. The army of heaven was restrained from responding to this rebellion, so the daily sacrifice was halted and truth was overthrown. The horn succeeded in everything it did. Then I heard two holy ones talking to each other. One of them asked, How long will the events of this vision last? How long will the rebellion that causes the desecration stop the daily sacrifices? How long will the temple and heaven's army be trampled on? The other replied, It will take 2,300 evenings and mornings, then the temple will be made right again. As I, Daniel, was trying to understand the meaning of this vision, someone who looked like a man stood in front of me, and I heard a human voice calling out from the Ulai River, Gabriel, tell this man the meaning of the vision. As Gabriel approached the place where I was standing, I became so terrified that I fell with my face to the ground. Son of man, he said, you must understand that these events that you have seen in your vision relate to the time of the end. While he was speaking, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground, but Gabriel roused me with a touch and helped me to my feet. Then he said, I'm here to tell you what will happen in the time of wrath. What you have seen pertains to the very end of time. The two-horned ram represents the king of Media and Persia. The shaggy male goat represents the king of Greece. And the large horn between his eyes represents the first king of the Greek empire. The four prominent horns that replace the one large horn show that the Greek empire will break into four kingdoms, but none as great as the first. At the end of their rule, when their sin is at its height, a fierce king, a master of intrigue, will rise to power. He will become very strong, but not by his own power. He will cause a shocking amount of destruction and succeed in everything he does. He will destroy powerful leaders and devastate the holy people. 
He will be a master of deception and will become arrogant. He will destroy many without warning. He will even take on the prince of princes in battle, but he will be broken, though not by human power. The vision about the 2,300 evenings and mornings is true, but none of these things will happen for a long time, so keep this vision a secret. Then I, Daniel, was overcome and lay sick for several days. Afterward, I got up and performed my duties for the king, but I was greatly troubled by the vision and I couldn't understand it. Okay, we have a lot here. Now, art galleries are full of masterpieces that began with the simple stroke of a brush. We stand in awe at the finished product, but rarely do we get to see the work in progress. We love to look at the Mona Lisa, but how would we love to look at it in its early stages? Now, similar to an artist, God has a plan for us and a vision for us, his masterpieces. But often we jump to conclusions or give up when there are still thousands of brushstrokes left to make his masterpiece complete. See, seeing God's handiwork come to fruition requires patience and faith. For example, the events in Daniel's dream came to pass when Alexander the Great, the male goat, defeated the ram, that was the Persians. And after Alexander's death, his kingdom was divided into four parts, the four horns, or four winds of heaven. Daniel's vision also has implications that we won't see until the very end of times. And God is carrying out this bigger vision that we do see now. We know God's words will come to pass, but we shouldn't assume to know how or when these things will happen. In Isaiah 55, verse 8 through 9, God says, His ways are higher than our ways. His visions, His ways, His thinking, it's all higher than our thinking. And Daniel reminds us of this truth. As we pray and hear from God, we might receive a word or a vision that doesn't seem to make sense to us in the moment. But we can trust God is bringing about His plans and His purposes in His timing in our life. And in the absence of a clear next step, we allow faith in God and in His plan to continue to push us forward. Every single artistic process includes moments where there's frustration. But we have to understand that the brush is in the hands of the Master Creator. Let's pray. Jesus, I'm so thankful that we can trust you and that we are in really, really good hands. Thank you that though the world worries about such things like the end, we can place our faith, our hope, and our trust in you knowing that you know what you're doing and that you are working all things out for the good for those who are in Christ Jesus. So Lord, we look forward to your plans, we look forward to your purposes, and we say yes and amen to everything that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen.